You've got to bust your butt for the decor to be absolutely fabulous. Seriously, I am so wasted. The guests should be naughty. I'm going to steal so much of this. But the hostess must always be naughtier. <laughs> this dinner party rules. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Concierge, the Ringer's Guide to the Vast Streaming Landscape. I'm Juliette Littman. I host Bachelor Party and I co-host Jam Session on Ringer Dish. And I'm joined today by Amelia Wedemeyer, who co-hosts Tea Time on Ringer Dish and also hosts No Rose All Thorn, our Bachelor Recap video show, which you can find on YouTube. Hi, Amelia. Hi, thanks for the great introduction. <laughs> yeah, well, I was trying to show our bona fides because today we are here to discuss Overserved with Lisa Vanderpump. And this is a new show on E. Um, I just want to start with where you can find it. Amelia, when we were planning for this, you emailed me like, where do I find this? And I'm curious, <laughs> where did you find it? Well, I Googled it and and it was like, you can watch this on Hulu. But then I, I, I use my friend's Hulu. So I didn't want to like, you know, charge him or something. It's so, Hulu because Hulu live. It's not just Hulu. Exactly. Yes. So then I looked up online and it was like, you can find this on because it's on I guess it's on E. And mm -hmm. um, so then, because I'm at my parents' house, I was like, great. Well, this is perfect because they have like the Xfinity all access or oh, whatever. Oh, wonderful. Thanks, parents. <laughs> yeah. So I ended up watching one and a half episodes because one of them, Bravo also broadcasts it. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Huh. Fascinating. Oh, this mm -hmm. is, there's a whole... Lisa Vanderpump thing to unpack here. I, I was surprised it wasn't streaming on Peacock. I was like, oh, no brainer for Peacock. And I thought that was really weird. I think it's a bad sign for Lisa Vanderpump that you can't really find her new show. And then I didn't, e I didn't even know it was on Bravo. Like that's not, that's not great. I mean, weird if you're listening to this and you don't know, but Lisa Vanderpump was one of the first, was the first cast of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She was on the show for a long time until she had a falling out with the other women over dog ownership to just put it 
very simply. She's the proprietor of several restaurants in Los Angeles, including Sir, which is the basis of the television show Vanderpump Rules, whose future is unclear in the wake of several staff members being fired from the show and presumably the restaurants. And we're sort of at this weird point with Lisa Vanderpump where it's just like, she's famous, but like, do we still care about her? And so, Amelia, do you want to explain the premise of this television show? Yes. So I guess, you know, E is like, hey, we have got nothing once the Kardashians leave um, after this season. <laughs> they're going to Hulu, people. They're going to Hulu, but they're making it seem like it's ending forever. Anyway, um, so <laughs> every episode has like a theme. And the one of the ones that I watched was um, the south of France, I guess. Yes. The first episode, the theme was Provence. And Lisa and her family lived in the south of France before Los Angeles, which is true. I actually was like, oh, right. I knew that. Oh, you did know that? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. They used to have like clubs there. I think one thing about Lisa Vanderpump is she is actually, she and Ken, her husband, actually are successful, but her reality antics are so ridiculous that it makes it seem like a lie, which is like a, we- a weird part of like her reality TV persona that like she actually is successful, but she's so over the top on reality TV that you don't believe it. Yeah, I Well, yes, because the first episode featured her coming out with like two ponies. Mm-hmm. And so she invites two celebrity guests over to her house and she makes them food with her daughter, Pandora. And like Ken is there on the periphery, just not talking as per usual, never, never talks. And (laughs) they just like eat the food that Lisa and Pandora make. And we get brief, like interstitials of her making it, which I I actually enjoyed. Me too. And and then they just play games and ask questions with these like C-list celebrities. And that's a great description. There was a few callbacks to the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I don't know if you remember, but season one of Beverly Hills, Lisa's best friends with Adrian Maloof, who's her neighbor. Oh, and she's like teaching Adrian how to cook and they make it they're like making a chicken. And Adrian like <laughs> tries to like wash the chicken with soap and water. And Lisa's <laughs> super horrified. And so I think the idea is that like Lisa actually has like some facility in the kitchen that's like, yeah, t- tied to her restaurant ownership. But they're actually really separate, right? Like you could be a restaurateur and like be a terrible cook. <laughs> that's what. Yeah, because I was watching this and I was like, oh, my God, I didn't know she she actually is a cook. I know. Seemingly a good one. I know. And I was kind of like, is the point that she has like a tie to food and therefore restaurants, or she's supposed to seem like a domestic goddess who like has (laughs) ponies and like is good in the kitchen. I wasn't sure what the (laughs) message was. What did you think? I don't know. And they made it seem like, cause at first it seemed like they were maybe going to teach us a little bit of like her cooking skills. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like I would love to learn how to make this cool drink you're making. And then they yeah. they didn't, which was rude. I thought it was like an awkward dinner party because she had her quote unquote best friend, Lance Bass there and his right. husband, Michael Turchin. But then they also had Vivica A. Fox, who's wonderful. And I find to be very entertaining, but Lisa yeah. had never met her before. So it's sort of like, yeah, one was through a booker and one was actually her friend. And Lance is like deeply tied to like the Vanderpump world. He officiated Jackson Brittany's wedding after, <laughs> after they fired their, their bigoted, um, pastor from the role, whatever wow. that's for a different podcast. But <laughs> 
it was just super weird. It was just sort of like, does Lisa only have one friend that she could get to show up for this? Like, why, <laughs> why is she inviting stranger Vivica A. Fox into her house? It was weird. And then they kind of really focused on Vivica A. Fox's career, which is great. I mean, she's a good actress, but yeah. it was just kind of weird. She was like, well, she's been in this movie. And then they called back other movies that she was in throughout the night. And I was just like, okay, great. Yeah. It, it was super weird. It ended up feeling like a Lisa Vanderpump and Bravo spin on like a Giada show. And I would have really preferred a straight up cooking show with Lisa Vanderpump. Like just same. That would have been actually interesting. Like I don't care about Lance Bass and like his relationship with Lisa. It's, <laughs> you know, what's never a good idea. The celebrity dinner party TV show. It just never lasts. It felt really dated too. Yes, it did. It, I was like, it, what? I was like, what year is this for? Yeah, exactly. Like this could have been 10 years ago and I would have been like, oh, okay, sure. And it was just, I don't, it, yeah, I felt as if they were just really, they're trying to throw everything at the wall and just be like, well, maybe this is going to work. Yeah. And it just, because yeah, like there was a good portion of the first episode where Lance's husband was like, well, Lance always scares me, so I want to get back at him. And there was this whole thing about him putting on like a horse mask and trying to scare Lance. Yeah, all and of a sudden it became a prank show. And I was like, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't come here for this. That was like a good five minutes. And then he like hurt himself and it was just like, okay, cool. And then I also thought it was interesting. I think they're kind of trying to make it like watch what happens live a little mm -hmm. bit too because she gets people like kind of drunk and then asks them personal questions Hence the titled overserved exactly and but none of the answers are ever that interesting or it's like we already knew that like Vivica Fox was like I dated 50 cent we we're like yeah we know yeah and she had like a breakup story about how she found out like basically through the press essentially that's what she said right Yes. And the, the thing is what works with watch happens live is it's live. Even if it's not like happening, like at 11 or whatever, it's live to tape, very quick turnaround, similar to most late night shows with this. Like there's so much time for, for Vivica Fox to be like, eh, I don't really want us that to be out there. Like, please edit that out. And not that I know anything about the editing, but like people won't go on the show if they feel like they will be sold out. Right. So like, they're not, they're not actually going to reveal anything particularly juicy. And it just was sort of, it just seemed to me like NBC Universal has a deal with Lisa Vanderpump and they don't, yeah. they don't really know what to do with her. And someone came <laughs> up with this. This seems like Lisa would pitch herself, but it's just a really bad idea. And I guess my question is like, what would you want from Lisa Vanderpump at this point? In addition to an actual cooking show with her? Oh my God. Well, sir, the cooking show truly is number one. I think I don't, maybe, I don't know how many homes she owns, but she obviously has a very, just a personal aesthetic that seems to be everywhere, like in her restaurants and at her yeah. home. Like she's really it's into ridiculous. outdoorsy kind of and, and the, you know, glittery chandelier stuff. It's like a tacky vineyard at all times. <laughs> yes, exactly. I don't, I mean, maybe I, uh, see, that's hard because it's like no one really wants that, but it might be interesting to see her run like a design company. That's an interesting point. My, like, so then maybe give her like a Netflix show, like Extreme or that show that's with Sid and Shay called um, Dream House Makeover or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there. Exactly. <laughs> My best idea for Lisa Vanderpump is like 
a, like a live like a Twitch live stream while the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is going on where she's like, this is what the truth is. Like, oh I my feel god, like, I feel like they should do Beverly Hills counter programming with Lisa to like stoke the flames between of these beefs. And I then, would love that, and to also like hear her talk shit because that's what I feel like we're really lacking in the that's... Housewives world right now is like some real like shit talking that is not going through the filter of like six months later. And so I'm just like, let's get some, let's get Lisa Vanderpump doing a, 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 like a live after show for Beverly Hills. Wouldn't that be funny? I would love, that's a great idea. I would love that. Yes. Oh my God. And she could have uh Brandy Glanville on. Are yes. they talking or no? Who knows? Every ex housewife could go on Lisa's show. That, that, that like actually is a good idea. And that is because yeah. when you, when you leave the housewife show, you're not like out of the orbit. You're forever a housewife, right? Like we're still totally. talking about Vicki Gunvalson, the OG <laughs> of the OC. <laughs> so exactly. They're not, they're not doing enough out of that, but it's just yeah. very weird. I feel like Lisa Vanderpump was on top of reality TV. And now, now I'm just like, I don't, I don't know where she goes from here. She was like the queen of Beverly Hills. And I loved her. She, she was great on it. it. It's it is sad. And I saw a little bit of another episode with Tori Spelling and Jeff Lewis. And it was like even worse than this episode. I was like, oh, my God, this, if is, this bad. is the best episode. There's problems. And I'm sure they're like, <laughs> I'm sure it was not filmed in order. Seems like they're burying this. But again, why is it not on Peacock? It's like just like an obvious Peacock. That's weird. Yeah. Finish Housewives and auto plays this show, sort of like on, <laughs> yeah. Disney, on Disney Plus, the way that like WandaVision ends and it auto plays Age of Ultron. Everyone's <laughs> said they're trying to get those numbers up. Like, I just feel like they could have been more strategic. I don't get it. I don't get it either. And also, maybe pivot to her dogs. <laughs> That's true. There was there was rumors of a Vanderpump dog spinoff for Peacock. By the way, oh, inter- well, There's- maybe they should have done that. There's a lot of Bravo spinoffs, I think, coming to Peacock. Like everything that's been rumored, like this Housewives mega trip with um, four oh different cities, New York, Atlanta, Beverly Hills, and OC, I think. that All stars. Yes, that's for Peacock. This Winter <laughs> House show that's like the kind of seasonal equivalent of Summer House is oh also my- for Peacock. So like Peacock <laughs> is loading up on this Housewives content. Mm-hmm. I think it's like kind of the wave has crested. It's like too little, too late. It's yes. not just Housewives, it's Bravo content. But um. It's fascinating to watch this play out. Yeah, it is. And you know what? I agree with you in that like Lisa, she's an interesting person. She's funny. I just wish that, you know, it wasn't this show because this show is not that good. No, it's really not. It's kind of worth checking out. Like if you're just curious about like what's what's the afterlife of a of a housewife. <laughs> oh God. Otherwise, we say skip it. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to TV Concierge. We'll be back on Friday. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.